You're listening to the opening bell on 720 WGN. Benchmark U.S. crude oil has uh, fallen to below $30 a barrel, $29.64. And that's impacting gas prices, which brings us to our first guest this morning. Patrick DeHaan is with uh, GasBuddy.com. And if you're a traveler on four wheels, you pay a lot of attention to this website because it tells you how much you're paying for gas. Patrick is with us this morning on the opening bell here at WGN. Good morning, Patrick. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being in this morning. Uh, This uh, magical number of $2 that we seem to have been... Uh, below for a couple of months now seems to be sticking. Uh, are you optimistic as we head into uh, the spring travel season? Well, yeah, certainly uh, 2016 is shaping up so far to be a great year for cheap gas prices. And uh, obviously what we're seeing now, Chicago's average drifting back below that in the days ahead. And obviously with, with uh, some help here from oil prices this morning, it's it's looking even better for motorists in the weeks ahead. Where are uh, motorists paying the, the, the best price for gas? In the Anywhere the uh, taxes are low. You're talking Oklahoma, Missouri, uh, all of those areas. In fact, uh, one station in Virginia this morning, a dollar twenty nine a gallon. Wow. Oh, here in Illinois, I know when I went uh, home for Christmas uh, to Southern Illinois uh, to visit family, I paid a dollar sixty nine at one place. Uh, so that's was, you get down out of the city, and amazing things can happen. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of the things that too we have to take into mind. Uh, you know, as we look forward to the summer season. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean better gas prices for metropolitan areas like Chicago, does it? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Chicago has a unique formulation of gasoline that it co- certainly costs much more than what you'd see downstate, and that's going to eventually contribute to higher prices as we move towards those summer months. Give us a sense of uh, when we see oil trading like we do this morning below $30, uh, it's probably going to go back and forth above 30 as you know the day goes along, and we, it's these fluctuations happen. But... Um, it, when we see estimates and analysts say that we might see gas fall to something like $16 a barrel, what how, what is the process of going from that price to the, ga- to the gas pump? How long does it take to see that reflection? Well, if we were to see oil prices hold at $16 a barrel, we, we would obviously gas prices be moving in the same way. It might take two weeks or so of oil holding at that level to see that fully reflected at the pump. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, as we go below 30 then... When you see that happen, it's like, what? what? Well, you know, give it a couple of weeks and we'll start to see the game of catch up. And it's, it's good to point out here that even during the recession, did we not see oil prices this low? And during the recession, if we think back, national average bottomed out at $1.66. Now, that's not guaranteed states of higher taxes now, mm-hmm. but that's the direction we'll be moving. With gas prices uh, way lower than they've normally been uh, in some places of the country, below $2 for several months now, that's uh, that's pretty decent for the pocketbooks of the average American. But who are the losers when the gas prices fall that low and well certainly the oil companies um you know we're seeing bp just within this week announced four thousand job losses that uh and that's the type of thing that you'll see through the industry they have to shed something uh when the price of a barrel is low obviously revenue takes a huge hit and so anyone who holds energy in their 401k their dividends at stake the stocks of energy companies as you mentioned earlier yesterday were significantly higher and i'm sure today with oil prices down, they'll be significantly lower. It, just the, the, I saw an article yesterday about how um, it was really cool how the uh, writer did it, but he had a graph going of gas prices, oil prices through the years, and then military conflict, and <laughs> kind of kind of superimposed them over each other. And and his the, the point of the article was that we are all safer when gas and oil prices are lower because there's less fighting for it. 
Well, that's certainly a, a tie-up. If oil prices are low, that means the Middle East is generally producing. There's no threats uh, to oil production. And that's what we're seeing right now, of course, this feud between the Saudis and Iran is interesting. But there's one big factor here that's going to continue to weigh on the price of oil, and that is a report today, perhaps by the IAEA, that may signal that Iran has fulfilled their obligations and that may release very quickly those sanctions on Iran, and that's going to mean even more oil, and that's why markets are probably down this morning. As um, you know, the gas prices go lower. This obviously puts more money in the pocketbooks of people. You, you're uh, you know, one of the analysts who, who knows this better than anybody uh, about the impact this has on people. Well, I mean, when because when, when we saw gas mm-hmm. way up there, it was bad on folks who were just trying to live week to week. Not only bad, but it's you're constantly barraged by seeing that sign on the way in. Even if you don't need gas, you're inevitably driving past those stations. That then becomes an emotional, how you feel sentiment about the economy. And now with prices low, now we are in the middle of winter, so you can't just run out the door and take a trip down Route 66. But that is going to feed what Americans are doing this summer. We're already seeing it's trickling down to auto sales. So low gas prices are leading the nation's auto manufacturers to be big winners in this case. I want to touch on both of those things. First, the travel and 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 the this, just the feeling among people that I don't have to worry about gas for a while. Um, how What kinds of impact does it have on the overall economy? Because uh, the, people are going to be spending money on other stuff just besides travel and trips, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, this is this is such a significant savings that on those road trips, people will be stopping more. The discretionary purchase certainly goes up when gas prices are low. Americans last year saved $134 billion. This year we'll be saving $17 billion over what we spent last year. So we're talking about a sizable chunk of income. Uh, for a lot of these people that they're saving, some of them are spending it, some of them are saving it and, and paying off bills. One of the uh, car makers uh, reports that we saw, more people are going back to SUVs and small trucks. <laughs> Is that a smart investment if you're buying a new truck or car this year? You know, knowing how this cycle in oil works, that is previously, aside from 2015 and 2014, you know, 2011, 12, and 13, the national average was in the mid-threes all year. This is a cycle in oil. It comes and goes. The high prices precipitate, and, and then we start to see investment in oil, new sources of oil, more production. Then oil prices go down, and then the oil industry begins shrinking, as it's doing right now. The caution is that the lower prices go in the next few months or the next year, the higher they will inevitably go down the road when oil companies start to shrink uh, in cut production. And also, this kind of goes over to RV sales. Earlier this week on uh, the opening bell, we had a report on uh, from Dallas where they have uh, the National RV Show. And apparently, m- more of those giant RVs are being <laughs> sold as well. Not a surprise when it's so uh, cheap to fill them. Uh, you know, it's, it's certainly much more of a... Uh, a nice thing to do a road trip in the summer when filling a hundred gallon RV is is only you know a dollar ninety a gallon. I'm, I'm on GasBuddy.com right now. And by the way, if you get a chance to, if you haven't been to GasBuddy.com, do it. And at Twitter at GasBuddy, uh, you can follow uh, Patrick and and uh, the analysis that they they do on a daily basis. You've actually put a number on this uh, falling gas price: seventeen billion dollars 
less is what, what is going to be spent by consumers this year. Yeah, absolutely. That's amazing. It's, it's sizable savings. It's, it's really, though, when you think about how much the U.S. spends on gas, $325 billion is still what we're spending on gas, though we're going to be saving $17 more billion. It really hits you hard. That's a lot of money. And that's money that if you put that into other sectors of the economy that really could use it, retail, one of them. Uh, that could be end up being good news for the year. Oh, certainly, very much so. And you, you think about the Powerball; everyone was going uh, certainly very crazy over 1.5 billion, and then to see the whole country saving 17 billion this year, 134 billion last year. That's kind of like forgotten about. The uh, some analysts have been predicting gas uh, oil at uh, 16 dollars a barrel, perhaps by next year. I saw one prediction of $10. If you had to make predictions, and I hate making people make predictions for the year, but because it's still around the new year, I would like to get your insight on what you might see for the coming year. Well, there's certainly a lot of interesting possibilities. I see the most likely is crude oil bottoming in the mid to upper $20 barrel range. Uh, now, you know, this morning with it at 29, I'm starting to get a little worried, but there's still a lot of fundamental support when you get down to those low levels. Is $16, are we going to get there? Well, we could, but I think there's still enough demand in this country, and we are starting to see the temperatures warm. We'll start to get closer to summer, and demand will rise inevitably. And do you think we'll ever get back to a point where we're going to be reliant on uh, other countries for oil now that we've discovered these oil sands and Canada has that? Are we ever going to be sort of held hostage by the Middle East again on oil? Well, that's the risk. It looks like we could be based on these low oil prices, and that's what the Saudis wanted when they started this price war back in 2014 is they were threatened by increases in U.S. production, and they are trying to win back market share by forcing U.S. production offline with these very, very low prices. So we may, uh, again, be hostage one day uh, when this oil production goes offline and then the Saudis clench their fist and finally cut production. We could be uh, you know, back to an era of oil prices that are much higher. So with uh, uh, the summer coming up and more people possibly traveling, are we going to see some of these filling stations uh, go back to the time when they actually had the clean window cleaner in the stuff and you know it was a full service place as opposed to just nothing there you know i I had somebody bring up a good point used to be able at some stations in the summer or or what time of year is is free with purchase you can't get a hot dog you can't get anything with it gasoline has become such a cutthroat business yeah patrick dehan of gasbuddy.com good of you to be with us on the opening bell thanks for coming in this early in the morning (laughs) my pleasure and we will uh definitely follow uh gasbuddy at gasbuddy on uh twitter and you can uh, head to their website at gasbuddy.com.